Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And this is going to be probably the most, I don't know, the most genuine episode we've done or the most I guess we could call it that. (laughs) Um, We are rolling in today with no plans. We're just no gonna, plans. We're just going to let it fly so you guys can see what it would be like just hanging out with us on yeah. any day. So we're not really sure what you can expect, but just expect a lot of fun. You can expect a true kitchen counter talk. You can imagine yeah. you are actually sitting on the kitchen counter with us, and we're just going to chat about life. Yeah, about literally anything. So yeah. to get started, Jordan... Let's get, let's hear the update. What's the update in your life right now? Okay, well, honestly, this is a perfect theme because my only update was the shows that I have been watching. Uh-huh. So I just finished Ginny and Georgia. Yes. And that show was so good. Wasn't it so good? I it's, loved it. Yeah, it is such a good... It's a very, like, Netflix-style mm-hmm. show, but... It's just, you've got the action and the adventure and the murders, but then you've also got the romance and you've got the real life reality uh-huh. stuff. And yeah, I it thought that felt... show was just so cute. Yeah, because it feels like a family-friendly sitcom like half the time, like, I don't know. But then yeah. the other half of the time, there's murders and crime and... yeah. But all the characters are so likable, and they'll do yeah. something really bad, and you're like, oh, I just hope they don't get caught. I like right. them so much. Yeah, I think that's the other thing, too. The characters you just you just love. Like, they yeah. are so likable, and they're ones where... I, I feel like there wasn't a character where I was like, man, you really suck. I wish you weren't a part of this. Because uh-huh. I feel like most TV shows have something like that. Yeah. But with Ginny and George, I'm just like, I really like all of these characters. My only one is the P.I. Because if he wasn't oh, there, then yeah. everyone could just live a good... And be happy and yeah. be good. He just stirs mm-hmm. the pot a little bit. He makes it He fun. totally stirs the pot and he ruined their wedding and yep. ruined the last... And now I need season three so bad because it ended on such a cliffhanger. Yeah, but I'm so excited because it seems like there will definitely be a season three i was looking yeah. it up and it seemed like pretty sure thing that they were gonna resign um and i'm so excited for yeah. that because it is such a it's like an obx type deal like it's mm-hmm. just a show where i'm gonna be now counting down the days till we get totally the new season yeah speaking of obx yeah how far are you in that um i think we're over halfway through i believe okay yeah. Have you guys yeah. finished it yet? No, I think we watched episode four last night. Okay. I think we're on episode six. Okay. I am honestly not loving it. I'm yeah. liking it. I'm not loving it. Yeah. I... I don't know. I think I... I'm more frustrated by this season. I yeah. feel like all the other seasons have been just so satisfying. Mm-hmm. And that show is one that is so off the wall because, like, they're in, what, North or South Carolina. And John B. and Sarah Cameron are running down the street. And they just happen to collide with the rest of the crew. Uh-huh. Which, yes, is a very satisfying scene. But then 
you kind of do your reality check and you're like, all right, and what planet would this actually happen right. in? And you kind of yeah. want your TV shows to have a little more of that. Um, I I hope I'm not spoiling anything for people who aren't further in. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're not past like episode, I think episode three, um, one of the new characters they bring in. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't really like having him around. I in don't all honesty. either. Yes. I, I would have so... And the character we're talking about is John B's dad. Um, mm. I don't like having him around. He kind of sucks. He's not he, the guy that I thought he was going to be. I agree because he's just... I think I have two critiques on this season. And the first one has to do with him a little bit. Because I just feel like it's so treasure hunt this season yeah and the other seasons have been treasure hunts plus like friendships plus relationships yes and this especially with his character it's just we are finding this treasure I don't care what we do what we have to do we are finding it and I it's just becoming a little bit like this wouldn't happen Yeah. yeah like it's just so okay, you're racing your car down a bridge and getting on a jet ski. Like, before it was just friends who would happen upon things. Right, and they were chasing, like, a a treasure on an island, which is, like, a little bit more believable, and now there's, like, all these layers, and it's like, okay, is this National Treasure Book of Secrets or whatever that movie is? Like, And there's too many bad guys now. Yeah, I agree. It's just, like... I don't know. It's a little too. Mm-hmm. It's a little too. I mean, I still, I still am really enjoying it. I'll definitely keep watching. Yeah, if they have another season after this one, I'm definitely going to keep watching. But I think this season, it's just tough because they had two super, super solid seasons before this, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to live up to three back-to-back seasons that are all yeah. phenomenal. But yeah, with this one, I'm even with Sarah Cameron's dad in last season, he was yeah. kind of a better dad than I feel like John B's being because he, he you could tell he always yeah. loved Sarah and he always cared about Sarah, which is like, this makes sense, even though he's facing all these different things where he's like, I need to just go against Sarah and everything, but he still mm-hmm. loved her. Whereas John B's dad, I feel like some episodes he could give a flip whether or not John right. B's around he or not. Right, just totally. Yeah, so my I'm a little upset about that only other critique is that I feel like they should have made them college age kids because with them being high schoolers that also adds in this element of being unrealistic right because if you disappeared to the Bahamas for like Mm -hmm. a month and then you came back there's no way your parents are letting you go on a treasure hunt again and some of it is just so unrealistic of how do you guys get to hang out so much? Why is there never school yet we're going in like this chronological order? I feel like they just yeah. should have made them a little bit older. But yeah, that's no, me I looking totally, too into it. That's what... No, I'm not kidding. I had that thought in that very first episode when Key is sitting with Sing and Rafe. His name's uh-huh. Sing, right? Yeah. Um, when they're sitting in that room and he's like interrogating those two and is like, I know you guys have the the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this guy is at, a, at an age where it makes sense that he's dedicating his life to treasure hunting. But uh-huh. for him to be at the same level as these two high school kids and he's totally. trying to get information yeah. out of them, it's like, 
this doesn't add up. Like in high school, I think I would really like this scenario because it's like, yeah, I'm at an age where I can do it. Totally. But now that we're in our mm-hmm. 20s, it's like, okay, even at this age, I probably wouldn't be at the same level as what yeah. you guys doing. So it's My just a moment lot of... was when Pope was like, maybe we could call our parents. I kind of <laughs> miss them. And I was like, oh my gosh, buddy, I bet you really do. <laughs> you're like, what, 16 and you're mm-hmm. been gone and living on a freaking deserted island. And then a plane just happens to fly over and pick them up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a lot. Have you noticed that Chase Stokes had plastic surgery? Did he really? No, I didn't I, know that. I noticed it the first time he was on camera, <gasps> and I said it to Alex, and he was like, really? And I was like, yes. He has oh cheek gosh. implants and lip filler. And <gasps> to me, it is so obvious. So Ooh. when you watch the next episode, try to pay attention to that. But I did look online and saw a side-by-side, and it's <gasps> it's for sure. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's I juicy. really now see it in his lips. It. He has those lips. That's like lip filler that, lips. Yeah, of like yeah. too big. And you yeah. can tell that it's lip filler. You yeah. Know? Ooh. I have a couple of fun facts about OBX now that you brought that yes. up. Um, actually, the first one's a really sad fact. This I one's think an, I know actually, which I one you're going to This share. isn't fun. Um, this one's a sad fact about yeah. this season. But it, Chase Stokes' mm-hmm. stunt double passed away during the season it wasn't like a stunt on set that he was doing or anything like that um which i think is really really sad Mm -hmm. the other one is a more fun fact though and it's um key's stunt double is actually her sister oh my gosh isn't that really fun fun yeah work on set together and well what a perfect like double yeah because they look alike yeah that kind of thing um there was one scene, though, that I saw on TikTok where I think they slipped up and there was a stunt. I don't remember who the stunt double was for, but it was when they were um, jumping onto one of the trucks with the farm stuff as okay. they were escaping. And there was a stunt and there was just like a random guy cut in the oh. scene and he was not <laughs> supposed to be there and people caught it. And I was like, oh, that's not a good not a good edit <laughs> that is funny i i never catch stuff like that and yeah. i love when people on tiktok post what they yeah. notice and then you can go back and see like oh okay i've only ever caught it in the office where one time the mic comes down oh, too mm-hmm. far and you can see the mic in the screen that's the only one i've ever mm-hmm. seen in real life um okay alex thinks that um Shoot, now I'm forgetting their real names. The two main love interests. Why am I blanking on? I can only think of their real names, not their character Sarah, names. Sarah, Cameron, and Sarah, John B. and yes, thank you. Sarah yeah. and John B. <laughs> Do you feel like their chemistry is different this season? Because season two, they were in an actual relationship, and season mm-hmm. three, they're broken up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like the other thing is much less focus on their relationship this mm-hmm. season. Yeah. I'm wondering if that was written in because of the breakup. It has to be. Yeah, which is a bummer because I loved that, loved that vibe in yeah. season two. But that's all right. Yeah. Um, I watched an episode of Thousand Pound Sisters last night. That show's back <laughs> on. Do you watch that show? No, but my mom does, so I hear a lot about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yes, Tammy finally got approved for surgery, so no. that's exciting. <laughs> so in college, Jordan and I used to do these 
TLC binge days where we would literally just sit on the couch in our living room in our college house and watch TLC for hours multiple hours Uh and so we have this intense love for all things TLC I think the show that started for us though was unexpected yes right and then from there we've gone to smothered we've gone to extreme sisters Uh we've gone to I don't know if there's like 10 more but yeah um anything TLC is what we love it's just I love it I love it so much because it they find these people who you normally don't cross paths with like right most people in my life are not like Tammy and so it's fascinating to watch yeah I agree. And I, I think um, one of the ones that I've been... What is the one I've been watching? You watch it too. Um, Extreme Sisters? Extreme Sisters. That's yeah. the one I've been watching the past yes. couple of days. And it's just so interesting. Like for me, I don't have a sister. Mm-hmm. And so their relationships and Extreme Sisters, I feel like are quite extreme. And it's yes. really intense. And it's just not like how a normal sister relationship is. But it's fun for me who doesn't have a sister to be like, oh... How fun would that be? <laughs> right. I I agree that some of the ones are fun to watch and be like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. But others, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like, like the identical twins. Who, that was kind of sad. Those ones are sad because they, if you haven't seen the show, they're like super, super identical. But they do everything the exact same. Like, if one is eating spaghetti, she takes five bites, and the other takes five bites, and they weigh out their food, and there's a scene where they go get their hair cut, Mm. and, like, if the hairdresser does three snips on the one, she has to do three snips on the other. It is so crazy. It's really sad, because I think it's, like, I think it's some sort of attachment thing that they have, but then it's also a bit of OCD, because they have to to have the exact Mm -hmm. number of, like haircuts and that sort of thing and in the season right now they're going through this thing where one sister has to get her tooth pulled Mm -hmm. because it's infected and they're they're just they're having a conniption over it because one sister can't get her tooth pulled Mm -hmm. without the other sister getting the tooth pulled and the dentist is like i ethically cannot pull your teeth because it's healthy like your teeth is your tooth is completely healthy i can't touch your mouth and they're just completely distraught over it. And the poor yeah. sister who does have an infected tooth is just fine and with living in pain. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really quite sad. But they are very fascinating because they, they just love each other and they just want to be the same. Uh-huh. And so that part is really sweet. But other parts of it are just, they're just tough. Yeah. The one set of sisters I really like, I they're twins too. And then they once yes and one Uh is married to it so they're in a relationship with the same twins yeah i don't know how to explain it yeah except one is dating the one twin and the other is already married to the other twin Mm -hmm. and their dream is to like all live in the same house And I think that one's really fun to watch because we always talk about, like, living in a house, the four of us. So I'm like, I get it. I totally do. I would do it. I Mm -hmm. would do it. I, too, think that would be really fun. Like, a house with, like, we. I feel like you always see that one house online just on, like, Yes, I know the one you're talking about. Instagram or Facebook or whatever, where it's two houses, but they're connected by a walkway. And under Mm -hmm. the walkway is the garage. And I'm like, that would be the most ideal scenario because you you have your space, Mm -hmm. but then also 
You've got buddies. You're right there. Right there. Yeah. yeah. It's like you don't even have to go outside to see your friends. They're yeah. They're just right there. Um, the other show I've been watching is I I I've I've been I wasn't gonna do it, but I've been watching The Bachelor this season. Okay. I don't know if I should start. I've yeah. heard mixed things. What are your thoughts? Um, it's fine. It's kind yeah. of a weird season. I don't know if it's worth it. Um, okay. Because there's nobody, there's no girl who's just, like, off the wall. They're all, it, yeah. it's kind of nice because they're all pretty sane. And mm-hmm. when I um, watched Matt James's season, mm-hmm. I think it was his season, or one of the last guy season, I did not like any of the girls. I thought yeah. all the girls were too catty, and it was really hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Whereas this season, they're still a little catty, but it's just not as dramatic as other yeah. seasons are. But then there's been a lot of reviews online that people are actually not liking Zach very much and they don't think he's a great guy. And that's a twist that I haven't seen before. People are like, The Bachelor kind of stinks here. Yeah. And so I, when I was watching, I never had those initial reactions. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can kind of see where people are coming from because what essentially what's been said is in conversations where girls bring up feelings that maybe aren't negative or are kind of worrisome mm-hmm. he's like well i can't deal with this i'm gonna kick you out and then he ends oh. up sending them home and it's happened twice now um and like so. issues like their own inner battles that they bring to his attention and he's like i don't want to deal with that about yeah and i think it's mainly about the process so for example the one that happened this last week is one girl came to him and she he sat down and she sat down and he was like, I'm so happy to see you. I've just felt so strong about you from the beginning. And he was yeah. kind of validating her. And she's like, well, to be honest with you, I haven't felt that way. I've been struggling recently because mm-hmm. I'm the last person to get on one, one-on-one. Yeah. And I feel like I really need that time with you. And I'm just worried that we're not getting to know each other on that type of level. And he was like, why is this about a one-on-one? Like, you don't need a one-on-one to get to know me. Oh. And you should just." And she's like, no. I only see you in the cocktail party yeah. in these small stints whereas you get full days with other girls and then he ended up just sending her home because they couldn't overcome that oh, discussion. Oh, that's like and a so, totally valid complaint yeah, to have. It's totally valid, but I think they just he I don't know. It just wasn't a good yeah, conversation. The episode I feel like kind of set up that girl to show she's going crazy being in the house. Okay. When in reality, I, I think she might have had some valid feelings. Like, if I yeah. was there and I didn't get a one-on-one and everybody else did, I would be yeah. feeling upset, too. I'd be a little bit insecure about my relationship. And well, and I always so. think, too, the bachelor gets to be doing stuff every single day. You're either yeah. doing solo dates, group dates, cocktail parties. Like, you have events every single day. Right. If you don't have a group date a one-on-one you're just sitting around waiting for a cocktail party you're all dating the same guy that's the only thing you have in common so that's all you can talk about really yeah of course you're gonna start to feel like oh i'm not valued here yeah a hundred percent um so yeah i i don't know i don't think it's really all that worth it to watch it i feel like a couple of girls are probably end up on paradise but okay it's just yeah. There's nobody that's really standing out too much. I looked up who he picks in the end, and so it's been fun watching. Mm-hmm. I always that did that. Part. Yeah, I always like that part. Um, so I mean, that part's been fun, but the rest of it, it's just kind of another thing to watch. Yeah. Um, other show I've been watching is Special Forces. Have Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. It's the one where they take a group of celebrities and they put them in like a military environment. Oh, for my 10 grandpa days. told me to watch this one. It is so is it? good. Okay, I what do you watch love, it on? 
I watched it on Hulu. Okay. So, but I don't know where it is because I think it's just like on regular TV. So yeah. I think it's in a lot of places. Um, Hannah Brown from The Bachelorette yes, is on it. Yes, I saw it, a promo I, with her. Yeah, I just adore her. So that's the reason why I started watching it. But there's a ton of like NBA players that are on, or I shouldn't say a ton, a couple NBA players, NFL players. Um, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is on it. Oh, um, random. John and Kate, Kate Plus 8. Kate Gosselin. No way. (laughs) Yeah, it's like just a really weird mix of people. Um, But it's super fun. And the season finale was last night. And so we could go now. Um, And I just, it's such, like the show just makes you feel so good because it just talks a lot about mental toughness and going Mm -hmm. through these things. And I think it's definitely a feel good show in a really okay. weird weird way yeah. yeah it's so worth it to go back and watch it okay I'll have to give that one a try mm-hmm. so um that's another good thing mm-hmm. so what else I, can um, give my, I guess I never gave my update do you want to hear oh yeah <laughs> yes oh yeah you have I'm to just... share where you're going in two days oh is that your crazy. update no I was just gonna say it's been a crazy week oh, oh yeah but in my update I was gonna say I saw a really good movie too um well, anyways, it's been a crazy week. That was my update. <laughs> Work has just been nuts for the past uh-huh. two days. It just kind of blew up this week. But good news, I'm going on a trip Woo-hoo! next week. And so I'm just kind of leaving all the chaos to my yeah. boss. <laughs> so he'll man the fort, which is fine. Um, but I saw a really good movie on monday night after work mm-hmm. um i took my grandpa and it was called the jesus revolution have okay. you seen it or heard of it uh-uh it talks about back in i think it's like the 1970s when the hippies era okay. is going on in like the hippie generation and it was just a story about how there was like kind of a revolution for jesus through that time frame yeah it's a really really good documentary if Even if you're not a Christian, it is so good just to go see to kind of understand what was going on during that time frame. Um, And it's really sweet because it kind of talks about this revival for Jesus that went on. And again, even if you're not a Christian, it's just a really good movie to see that that goes through that time frame. Um, But it was really interesting because the hippie generation was all about like peace and love and that sort of thing. And they were all chasing something, um, mm-hmm. but they, they kept getting lost. Like, I'm, I'm chasing this love and this peace, but I'm, I'm not getting to an end point. And then there was this other, you know, group of the hippies were like, no, the peace and love that you're finding is through Jesus. Oh, and it was cool. just so sweet to see how they then took that and they spread that and revivals were just breaking up for Jesus and how people, like, came to Jesus during that time. Um and it, again, even if you're not a Christian, it's just such a good documentary to see. It's yeah. done really, really well. Oh, um, cool. And Christian movies, too, I feel like are always done so cheesy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's never really produced very well. But this movie was produced really, really good. It was just a really good feel-good movie okay. overall. So 10 out of 10 recommend that one. And it was fun to go see that one with my yeah. because. So did you go to a theater to see it? Is that where? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's been in theaters for... I think two weeks now okay. um, and I think it's probably there for maybe a week or two more but it's really good and I'm sure it'll come out on you know the different movie platforms yeah. too whenever whenever yeah that it sounds is. really yeah, it's good been in theaters for a few weeks and yeah it's just a really cute feel-good movie if you go to the theaters and then I realized I hadn't been to a movie theater since we went to go see yeah go Maverick see? Maverick that's yeah. the last time I was in a theater too what was that like June yeah, long time. 
Uh -huh. long time but that was a really good movie um oh my gosh you know it's been so cute i keep meaning to text you about this i in my journal <laughs> i have like that 10-year journal so it's like my thoughts from last year and it'll be like I did this with Alyssa today. I can't believe she's moving to Texas. <laughs> and then I think it's either coming up because sometimes I read ahead, but you guys are almost at like your one year yeah. of moving to um, Texas, which is so crazy. It's just, I would have never imagined. I was thinking about this in January. I would have never pictured last year going the way that it went. Because yeah. in January, we had no idea we were going right, to Texas. Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden in February, it's like, all right, you're going to Texas. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden at the end of the year, we're, you know, in February, I was like, all right, yeah. we're going to be in Texas in December and that kind of thing. And then it's like life just changes mm -hmm. so quickly. And I think that's a really, I think that's a really good thing about life that it just, yeah. you never really know what to expect. And life can change on a dime in both a really positive and a really negative way. Mm -hmm. But if you're ever in a situation where you're not feeling the positivity or you're like man I don't know where life is gonna go just have this be a reminder that geez it can change so yeah. fast <laughs> okay that has been my mantra lately because I have always gotten so anxious over things that I can't control and yeah. I'm really really working on only getting anxious about things I can control yeah and absolutely. that's such a good reminder I feel like I've always been good about telling myself like I can't control other people and so I'm really like whatever people do like that's on them right. but I am really bad about being like well what if I don't have x y and z in five years or what if this yeah. happens or I get so and so I'm working on being like doesn't matter I can't control it whatever yeah. happens will be whatever whatever happens will happen you know what it was your mom that snowballed that thought for me did she really yeah because in our podcast she was like the one with just, her on it yeah yeah she was like whatever happens you just you make do you like make it work and i yeah. always have gotten so anxious about and car accidents are one that i always yeah. am like well someone could die today in a car accident which sounds horrible but my no, head goes yeah. there sometimes. And when yeah. she was like, then you just, like, you just figure it out. I was like, oh, yeah, I probably don't need to stress about things right now. I could probably yeah. stress about them when they happen. A hundred percent. I That's so funny you said because I struggle with the same thing. I am so bad, and especially recently, like, if my mental health isn't in a strong spot or maybe I'm, mm -hmm. like, in a, in a down season of life or I'm just not feeling good, I may be struggling with anxiety or things like that that's where my head always goes like mm -hmm. geez did I have a good enough last conversation with this yes person? I and always if I don't get see like that again, yeah and it's it's so bad because it literally mm -hmm. does nothing it literally no. does nothing for your brain um, and I heard a girl talk about this one time um, and she she was struggling with the same thing mm -hmm. and what she had said is she said whenever she started to have those thoughts she then would just say you know what in that time frame I just know I'm going to be strong enough to deal with it as yeah. I need to deal with it but there's no point in me trying to pre-prepare for it because there's mm -hmm. no way you can pre-prepare for those things yeah and I thought that was so good and so anytime that my that thought pops into my mind I, I try to think about that too that whatever you're worrying about in the future you just have to trust that your future mm -hmm. self is going to be strong enough to handle it and there's no point in trying to pre-prepare for things I that love you don't even that. know what you have I to prepare for I love that yeah you know 
So I thought that was because really otherwise quick. you spend so much energy worrying about like, am I still gonna have my job in a year? Is this person yeah. gonna like still be healthy? Is this per-? like you spend so much energy worrying about things you don't need to worry right. about, and instead yeah. I can spend that energy like putting time into the relationships of people I'm worried about. Right. Absolutely. And it's like, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We like, we're not even promised one hour from right now. Like we're yeah. not promised anything in life except for what's in front of us at mm-hmm. this very moment. And that goes for every single person, no matter who you are, what your title is, how much money you have. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing for every single person. We can't see what's ahead of us at an hour from now. Um, and the only thing you have is the present right here. And I think mm-hmm. that is such an important thing to remember that there's no point in worrying. And it's so much easier said than done because it's so easy to say, oh, yeah. just don't worry about it. Because yes. like you and I both know you can't. And just don't tell me not off. to worry about something that yeah, will not help me. <laughs> it's, you can't just flip a switch and turn mm-hmm. it off. But it is something that if you take the time to really try mm-hmm. to change your mindset and reframe the way that you think, you can get to that point where yeah. it is going to be okay. And yeah, but I, I, I think it's important to talk about because I know you and I both deal with mm-hmm. that and struggle with that. And if you're listening and you're somebody who struggles with that, just know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not the only person who has thoughts like that. And it's okay. It's going to be okay. And if you got to talk about it, talk about it, but try to just tell your mind like right now is where you are and that's all you mm-hmm. have. And what a blessing that is that we have right now. Yeah, exactly. On Wednesdays, I always go to this workout class and I just love the instructor because it's 45 minutes long and she Mm -hmm. talks the entire 45 minutes just about whatever's on her mind. (laughs) And it cracks me up. I'm so focused on what she's talking about that I don't even think about the workout. And then all of a sudden we're done and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, Um, that's fine. (laughs) But yesterday she was like, man, it feels like... Thursday it's felt like Thursday all day today and that was Wednesday and then she like totally switched her mindset in front of all of us and was like I hate when I do that to myself I'm wishing time away time is the most valuable thing that we have and it just made me think like I always do that as soon as Monday hits honestly as soon as Sunday night hits I'm like okay what am I doing the next weekend Yeah, yeah right I need to make plans for next weekend I need to get through this work week instead of being like Time is our greatest gift and you have to really like cherish even like the simple moments. Yeah. I've also heard this thing where our mind, this isn't something scientific and I don't know how to say it in the scientific way, but our mind is always thinking that our future self is going to be better than who we are now. Mm -hmm. And that goes for everybody. We always think, oh, I'm sure, you know, in a year from now, I'm going to be stronger than I was. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, in a year from now, I'm going to be kinder. Or, oh, in a year from now, I'm going to be this, that, or another thing. When you don't, you don't really know what, what's going to happen to you from now until then. And you just have to focus on, okay, don't push things off on your future self. Like, oh, my future self will be better than who I am right now. Because Mm -hmm. you might only have who you are. Yeah. right now um speaking of the workout class i i was doing a workout the other day with an instructor and um 
it was just in a really intense part of the workout where your heart rate was super high and um Mm -hmm. as they we stopped and everyone was catching their breath they're like all right everybody feel right now feel your heart beating when you're in a stressed out environment where your your heart rate's really high whether you're working out or you're in a position where you're really stressed out and your heart rate is just raising because you're worried and Mm -hmm. you're feeling things he goes that is when you feel the most alive because you can physically feel your heart pounding in your chest. You can feel the emotions like bursting out of you. And he said, don't run from that. Like hold on to that because you are alive. And that is, that is such a blessing. And I thought that was just such a good way to turn around like the intense part of your workout into something positive or having that worry feeling like what a blessing it is that we can feel all mm-hmm. these feelings so yeah. intensely and so physically and I thought that again was just another really positive spin on how to yeah. do something you know yeah well especially I feel like when you're in a workout class it's like as soon as you get to that point what can you do to get your body like out of it yeah exactly and it's like for the oh break. I need to be stronger so that my heart doesn't get that fast or okay yeah. now it's now I'm in the red zone how do I get into the orange yeah. So I love that like thought of like let's feel what this feels like and let's stay yeah. here for a little bit. Like sit in it and, and yeah. you know, be okay with that uncomfortable. That's why I like the show Special Forces so much because yeah. they show all these people in these environments where it's like you're fighting your mind. Like mm-hmm. you are it's you versus your mind and the only way to get through it is you're gonna either fight your mind and you're gonna live mm-hmm. or your mind's gonna cave and you're gonna die in this situation yeah and it's really cool to see these people in these situations and try to think okay how do I build my mindset so when I'm in that situation I, mm-hmm. I it's not just me against my mind um Nick always says something really interesting because I I do that a lot I, I struggle with controlling my mind and controlling mm-hmm. my emotions and he read it in a book somewhere because he is so much smarter than I am. But he said, your mind is like trying to ride an elephant. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to control an elephant because it's so big and it's so powerful. But you just have to do small movements and just continue yeah. to work with it so you can get control of it. And I thought that was a really good I love analogy yeah. for how to view your mind. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I I wish people talked about like their anxieties in things more like we are right now because it makes you feel so much better and a lot of times when I feel that way I'm like I should probably keep this to myself I don't want other people to feel like worried but then when you share things you're like oh I actually feel better and you gave me great advice so if you're listening know that it's okay to talk about these things no, I feel that same way because I'm always like, oh, I don't want to burden somebody else with mm-hmm. the heavy feelings that I'm feeling whenever, but I've, I've come, I've come to you with heavy feelings that I've had before. And mm-hmm. whenever I do that, I feel so much better. Yeah. And whenever you do that for me, I feel so much better to know where you're at and to know, okay, yeah. she needs support right now. How do I support her? And I think that just goes back to what we always say, just make sure you surround yourself with people who mm-hmm. have your back, you know, find yeah. somebody who has your back and if you're in a spot where you're like, I don't know if I have that right now, shoot us a freaking DM. Yes. We'll be your buddies. Heck We've got your back. Yes. <laughs> so oh, just I a love little that. <laughs> well, I hope everyone liked our unscripted, unplanned podcast. I had fun doing it. So yeah. hopefully you had fun listening. Um, if you are not following us on Instagram yet, make sure to do that at Kitchen Counter Talks Pod. And we'll see you next week on the Kitchen Counter. Bye.